0: Talking toilets with Alex Hope and William Smith. Hello and welcome back to Talking Toilets. Welcome back and fuck, (laughs) you're here. It's it's episode seven of our lockdown specials, but it's not really even lockdown anymore,
1: is it? I no, it is like it isn't locked down, but it still is lockdown, but it's not lockdown. So it's the kind of the like you not... still after the event. Yes, it's yeah, it's still it's still after and during the event, even though nobody's talking about the event happening anymore. We Absolutely. Talk, we changed the tense to make sure that we're still okay going to Primark, even though it's impossible to I saw like the queues of the people in Primark. There was not one person being two meters away from anyone. No, but no. um
0: all the all the students who need to learn basic uh numeracy and uh and literacy are uh, struggling to comprehend whether they need to eat cornflakes at breakfast or how many cornflakes they should have. It's all gone haywire. Yeah, we're but- not educating our kids, but you can buy horribly made clothing from a place that, you know, is the the hub of the disease, as it were.
1: Yeah, and also, like, it was quite funny when the, they were almost justifying the fact that they're opening and had these huge amounts of people by going... Like all, the, especially the BBC, they were like, yeah, but they're, they're giving out loads of sanitizer for everyone, they're handing out face masks. And it's like, you know, it, uh, but you're also now not telling the story about the doctors that are having to rewash their scrubs or, yeah, you know, they've got to wear one scrubs for five days. So this whole concept of PPE, that whole language and conversation, it's just stopped within certain it's Peter news outlets. It's petered out. Because they're they're now trying to support the rebuilding up of our economy. But if we're all fucking dead... How's, how's that going to help anybody?
0: <laughs> keep calm and carry on, Will.
1: Keep, yes, keep calm and carry on. Exactly. Well, that's exactly what I've been doing. So my toilet's nothing has gone wrong. Nothing yet. <laughs> Nothing's gone wrong. Especially if you remain inside and you watch only BBC News, everything's completely fine because they just take completely. people off the air if they say something controversial.
0: That's true. They send them on holiday.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Much like the uh, Jacob Rees-Mogg, they did that to him, didn't they? <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. He's been
0: on a lovely. Golfing
1: expedition for the last what half a year i think yeah i think it was about four months ago that you said that awful thing about homosexuals and they just went
0: ah stop it (laughs) no that's
1: enough of that (laughs) get back to bath let
0: photographers take really comic photos of how much of a victorian man you look like it's
1: awful isn't it he
0: is a cross between any posh person in a dickens novel and the penguin from Wallace and Gromit.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. That is 100% it. And there's also, there's almost like, I feel every time I'm looking at him, I'm actually looking at a portrait. There's almost, there's no humanity behind his eyes. You, I just, yeah. I just see no, I don't think him and I have ever struggled with anything that's similar. Even, you know, <sighs> that idea of when you... You know, say you've run out of you. So you've gone to the toilet and you've accidentally not realised how much toilet paper's left and you've been cut short. I imagine for Jacob rees Mogg, he just rings a tiny little bell at the side and then out comes several a nanny comes. Out, well, I was thinking about puppies. Out come loads of puppies. The yeah, get, no, you're probably right. With loads yeah. of with loads of toilet paper on their paws. Anyway, There's probably no wearing them as a, quite a nice coat as well. Yeah. Oh God. Exactly, they don't they don't stay puppies for long, do they? That's the issue with Absolutely them. not. No, the, no, no. Um... they just get too
0: cumbersome. Cool, yeah. right. So, so I mean
1: other than being really hot, I'm kind of the same. Really. How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty much the same, mate. It's fucking <laughs> sweltering out there. Um It's with intermittent splashes of rain, which I was told wasn't gonna happen this summer, and I feel slightly cheated, mm. you know, bracketed by all the death. Um, I feel like the rain couldn't have come at a more inconvenient time. Yeah, so uh, nothing's really changed this week. I have been back on the road for quite a while now and I, I was training a friend this week and we went to up to Luton and Bedfordshire and I used this toilet, which is the, the only sort of thing of note that's really happened to be in a toilet for the last like three weeks, which I'm really excited to talk about. It was in a place in Linslade... Uh, which is near Leighton Buzzard, and it's a uh, little plumbers' merchants, and they have a toilet that's outside. So you you approach it from outside. It's a really nice sort of old fashioned, like sort of shack that's part of like their warehouse, little warehouse courtyard bit, and it's it's quite a Victorian sort of uh, old fashioned arena Lovely. that it's in. And so the toilet suits because the toilet is this. It's a, like a Thomas Crapper esque. Kind of thing, but it's not Thomas Crapper. It was called. Oh, I've forgotten it. Charlotte. It was called a Charlotte toilet, and it was embossed in the the bowl, the pan of the the porcelain um, of the toilet, and it was also on the um, the cistern, yeah. Uh, which was one of the ones that is oh, at the great. top of the of the sort of room, and it comes with a chain that yeah, you pull. Yeah,
1: big fan of the so, chain.
0: Exactly. I was looking forward to it, and it was a very quick pleasurable number one uh very swift and uh, it's such a good feeling to know that there are people who are welcoming you to use their facilities again and i i asked because i really do have to ask now if i can use the toilet sometimes i'd sort of you know leave it out if if i knew that it was in in other circumstances i'd be like cool i'm going straight in but this time i asked he said yes and i was presented with this almost sculpture to the toilet um this sort of Pantheon of of piss, and uh, what I did was I did my swift piss. I yanked the chain, and uh, I noticed poo in the ball that wasn't mine, obviously. Uh huh. And I just thought, today's the day to be charitable. Today's the day to do Ooh. what I say I usually do. So I got the brush, I gave it a little spin, I gave it a little tap. Yep. Dab dab spin, dab. Spin spin spin. Dab dab dab. Yep. And. <laughs> I put it back, and then I went to yank the chain again, and Charlotte spit on my head. Oh, oh my God. Charlotte spit on my head, and don't worry, not from the bowl, but from the cistern. Oh, okay. Charlotte, I don't know whether it was because it was filling up and, like, pulling the handle. Probably sweating in the heat, I imagine. It's probably sweating. Poor Charlotte. (laughs) The first time porcelain's ever sweated. (laughs) But yeah, for some reason, my action of pulling the chain had caused part of the filling system to sort of erupt.
1: Oh. And it,
0: it, it landed like where I imagine my bald pate will be in a matter of years. <laughs> but like I felt it sort of creep It was enough to creep down the back of my head. It didn't quite reach my neck, but like I've washed my hair since today. You'll be glad to know. It was, like, it was like being Frank Spencer. Do you know what, what I mean? And uh, was there a sink in the toilet? Thankfully, yes. There was a sink, there was soap, but there and shampoo, was no
1: shampoo. To... No shampoo for your No hair. shampoo. <laughs> no, I didn't do an immediate blow dry. No. Uh,
0: but I'd washed my hands and I just, I left going, yeah, I need to, I need to
1: check my confidence. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, I find it fascinating that you've accelerated um, from being kind of, you know, hyper conscious of, using people's toilets and you know not being able to and you know being virally and bacterially aware and now suddenly you're cleaning up people's shits with random toilet brushes in toilets that are outside with old fashioned systems that are above that are leaking. I yeah. find I find that your jump not unbelievable because I get I completely understand that your kind of you know your mental and physical steps. But I'm just I'm I'm probably a year <laughs> off that. I'm not going I am. I'm not going to be doing anything like that for a very long time. Okay. Be, if it's not, also if it's not my toilet brush. I know it sounds awful, but I almost wonder whether or not I would just get off loads of toilet roll and then right to so use it as a sort of temporary glove. And use it as a temporary glove to just like carefully move whatever remains I've left so that you I'm You know not, that
0: kind of that kind of makes me think. If people struggle with like leaving the toilet in the state they do, so if there there are there are basically confirmed an amount of people who don't either know how to use the toilet brush, or refuse <laughs> to use it via principle. So those that do actually use the toilet brush, uh-huh. how how much of a range of misuse is there that goes on with it? Yep. How wrong. Is like is someone using the handle rather well, than the brush?
1: So I went to like you are know, in the whole like bubble scheme. So I went round somebody else who's like, you know, isolating and you know, so I went round somebody else's yes. house the other day. Um and they had one of the Donald Trump The first time I'd seen one in real life, a Donald Trump toilet brush. I'd only ever seen them advertised. Yeah, however, I've never seen them. Describe one. uh, Bright, uh, bright yellow, vivid. The Brussels are bright yellow, and then just below the Brussels is um, Donald Trump, like a cartoon, (laughs) you know, like a yeah, uh, like a stereotypical version of Donald. Right. If anything, probably looking slightly more human um than in real life humbled uh no more maniacal but the issue is is that the brush was just lying on the floor there was no like holder which gave me kind of an immediate i I started to question why i was in this building in the first place because yeah who would treat the yeah who who would clean something up with clean something up like clean up shit with a brush and then just put the brush just openly on the floor do you know what i mean you've got to be fucking mad to do that haven't you I wait know.
0: i think i've misheard All right, that's fine. what was
1: going on yeah no so like so i went to go to the toilet the donald trump toilet brush is just lying down with a bit of remnants of shit just to the left of the toilet bowl just like yeah, you know, so you wow. have to yeah you know, so the handle's touching the floor the brussels touching the floor the entire thing's touching the floor there's no like I assume the it's such a novelty that it doesn't come with a like a, a base holder. Um, I don't want
0: to be insulting. Yeah. So I'm gonna choose my words carefully. But this person you were visiting, yep. have they have they effectively purchased something from a company to make a protest? And then therefore have they then covered their own house and <laughs> shit? I mean yeah. <laughs> have so- they have they done a dirty protest? To something that is happening, maybe two thousand miles away. I oh, don't I th- know if it's effectual as much as maybe you know, assassination per, per se.
1: It just for me, it was the, the reason that came into my head is when you talk about toilet brushes or when we discuss them, the plastic or whatever, the ceramic, whatever it's made of, the bowl that holds said brush that gives me nightmares that thing because it's yeah, ha- I think there are
0: some that are way too small for sure
1: yeah and there are ones that collect water and then the ones that don't collect water and have holes it's like well then who's cleaning the un- who's <laughs> cleaning the underneath point? it <laughs> yeah I know it's just <laughs> What's horrible the point? so it's just I don't it is know, yeah, just, it's a nightmare it is an absolute nightmare and so it's kind of like I wonder whether or not the whole concept of the toilet brush should just be it should be like uninvented um, You've
0: can... spitballed ideas to prevent the toilet brush even needing to be a thing. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know how. Therefore, is there are there people who walk around with them like sheathed <laughs> that sort of inspect well, toilets? Well, like you
1: know, like the like toilet like, man. No, but also like the toilet. If you give you're know, like the toilet operator or the you know the clerk or the person looking after them has it like a yeah you know, like a pirate sword, ready. <laughs> ready and then and then i will trust that it's safe and clean and i
0: think that what... i think that gets two points uh it it not only solves sort of the disgust of walking into a toilet and seeing a disgusting toilet brush yep. but it also gives that that power that we were sort of trying to project on toilet attendants yeah, yeah, yeah. in the past few weeks because if you treat them with like shit or you don't tip them enough they've got a, effectively a shitty sword Yep that they could then use to sort of prod or like you know
1: ha- ha- <laughs> harry like a, you like a cattle prod kind of thing yeah
0: they'll harry you until you you know you cough up basically. I think we
1: need to I think we need to be wary of how much power we give anyone you know what I mean but the I mean, I'm more, if I'm going to you know defer you know huge amounts of power then I'm probably happy to give it to the toilet attendant yeah, I, tr- I trust the toilet attendant more than anyone else the um great, I love that bit of toilet. it's also it, those toilets really are my favourite kind of toilets, and I have always worried about the idea of being rained on from above. Yeah, um, but they, there's something that's just so like physical and powerful about yeah, the kind of the gravity as well as the the flush of the water. They feel For like sure, very yeah. effective toilets. I feel
0: it's it's a reminder of our of our sort of ingenuity in a way. Mm and our capability to literally put shit that's there vertically in the air
1: yeah 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 great
0: at least i think that's how that works
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah god cool. yeah turns out it's just magic the uh... yeah so yeah, cool. I mean, this week, um, as I haven't used any other toilet except for the one with the Donald Trump toilet brush, which I kind of felt that was the only thing important about that. It wasn't very mm. sterile. It wasn't a particularly nice toilet. I'm, um, you know, okay. I yeah, you know, I'm probably not going to go back. To, i probably ruined the whole concept of the bubble because now it's just because of the toilet situation. It's weird, but that's that's the reality. Um, okay. And in kind of frustration about this, I was I wanted to look up. I think i typed into google you know why does nobody appreciate toilets anymore and it came up with um the world uh, toilet organization which is excellent so at worldtoilet.org wow. i'd really recommend somebody checking it out and it was founded on right uh, founded on the 19th of november 2001 which is now the 19th of november is it is alex do you know what it is the the first Time someone caught COVID? No, it's the world. That'd be great. It's World (laughs) Toilet Day. Oh, so fantastic. It's the 19th of November. And it's and it, the reason why it's World Toilet Day is because it's the same day that the World Toilet Organisation was founded. I and see. Well, that makes I'm, sense. And I'm not going to talk loads about what they're doing. I'm just going to say that, you know, they're a really excellent organisation. A thousand children die every single day from diarrhoea diseases due to poor sanitation. Clean and safe toilets help, you know, keep girls in school as well as it increases attendance rates across the world where people aren't, you know... You know, far too many girls and children. It focuses on girls that, you know, I think because quite a lot of their work is to do in India and areas like that where there is a lack of um, sanitary products. But a lot of girls Mm. miss out on education because there aren't clean and safe and segregated toilets. So open defecation as well. Um, So in 2015, so their goal was to half the proportion of people living without sanitation. Um, I know, like, for example, in Afghanistan. So this is what a fact that 90% of people in Afghanistan own a TV. But only seven percent of households have a flushing toilet. Wow! So it shows That's the kind of the, the priorities and the way that we go about you know our um, you know our, our defecation and how, wh- where they feel their money needs to be spent. Um, yeah. and, and also every it also really useful. It says every one dollar spent on water and sanitation generates four point three dollars in return in the form of reduced healthcare costs.
0: Right, okay. So well wow, so that is a good ratio. It's
1: a good ratio, but also one really fun thing is that they've opened up their own, let's have a look here, their own toilet college in India. It's literally called... No way. It's literally called the Toilet College. The um, Toilet College. The Toilet College. And yeah, and basically they just get people and teach them about sanitation and how to um, you know improve the lives of, of people and communities within India. And it's really successful. So it's
0: sort of large-scale plumbing... But, like, not, not in terms of, like, the actual nitty-gritty of the plumbing, but, like, what plumbing will do for certain sort of areas, the sanitation of certain areas. Yeah. That's that's amazing. One point on the um, Afghanistan thing. Yeah. I don't know if this is why my mind is really bad for business, but if you said <laughs> that... seven, Did you say 70% of people own a TV? 90 Ninety percent of people own a TV, <laughs> and only seven percent of people own toilets. Now, by my calculation, just with that one piece of evidence about what was it, one one, one to so four. one
1: one dollar spent on um, sanitation and water effects is so you you save four point three dollars on um, healthcare costs.
0: You're so good at stats, but that ratio. If you were to advertise that on the ninety percent of TVs in Afghanistan, <laughs> you'd make a killing when you sell the rest of the ninety-nine
1: percent toilet. But then also you need you to think I mean? about how do you target it. It does it make more sense to to try to do to, a toilet TV? So like, yes,
0: exactly. But- One a toilet that looks like a TV or that has a TV on it. <laughs> so you so you won't be able to stop watching. You can keep watching your favorite soaps, yeah, or whatever,
1: whatever they it watch. is, just to try to get flushing toilets in there. Um, anyway, yeah. yeah, wonderful. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's what I've been doing instead of being on other people's toilets. Fair enough. I, I love that. <laughs> I
0: think I think it's a really wonderful thing. I can't believe we didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, you probably knew well before me, but it is insane to think that still in the, you know, whatever we call this 21st century. I mean, we're going through a pandemic, but yep. to think that there are so many people out there without, you know, that sort of easy access to what we take so much for granted. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. unbelievable. And it is really amazing to think that our lives are improved by a one to four ratio of every single sanitary product we have in the house.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um,
0: Fantastic. Shall we move on to Toilet News?
1: I think we should. Welcome to Toilet News. Toilet News. Toilet News. news. Hopefully by this stage, you know what Toilet News is. And also by the name Toilet News, you could probably cipher what it means. (laughs) No, 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 no. no.
0: Stop ruling out members of our audience that might not be able to do those things.
1: (laughs) However, Toilet News is where we have a look and see what's new in the world of toilets. Um, Alex, what have you got for us this week? And this is the reason why I said don't rule out that demographic, because the oh. Daily
0: Express.
1: <laughs> oh no!
0: <laughs> the Daily Express has Great. made it very clear um, that they think that people need help um, in in many stages <laughs> in life. But perhaps something that, at least on the fourteenth of June of this year, twenty twenty, seemed the most adamant information that they could
1: have got out. Yeah, Dev. I mean, there's not a lot going on in the world at the moment, is there? What <laughs> oh, no, a great deal. <laughs> um this is by
0: Keisha Langton and I'd just like to say thank you on behalf of the podcast Keisha uh and for anyone who missed the first maybe maybe this is for people who've missed out on school this year. Um the article runs I kind of don't want to tell you the title because it might spoil it. Yeah, no, don't need to. I'll read the tagline. Toilets at times get blocked, which can send you into a state of panic. But how can you unblock a toilet quickly and efficiently? So this is literally an article telling you how you unblock a toilet.
1: Fantastic.
0: It has several techniques... which range from the ill-advised to the absolutely why on earth would you try that? (laughs) (laughs) And it starts with the one that I think is is verging on maybe a bit too far too soon. Okay. And uh, just imagine your blockage lying there, looking at you pitifully, and uh, it says you should use hot water. Ugh! So you boil a kettle, pour the hot water into the bowl, and leave it to sit there for about three minutes.
1: (laughs) I get, I get it. It's just I, I wouldn't want that steam. That steam. No. That steam's not good. No.
0: Maybe you close the lid, like, like to prevent plumes, toilet plumes, <laughs> oh. coming up. Uh, it then says you should flush your toilet and any block- blockage should hopefully have softened enough <laughs> to be unblocked. Presumably by that...
1: But that brewed same... enough, I think, is the... Yeah, brood. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Just by that logic, would it, would it like, a Pepto-Bismol or something <laughs> that you would put into your own body?
1: Well, I was thinking Coca-Cola. Is that, like, human bleach? Because, you know, it's like you, you see those videos of people having, like, a rusty engine and they put Coke on it and it's suddenly clean or you've got, like, yeah. drains and things or, like... You know, I mean, yeah, you know, you, are, you do see ridiculous ones where somebody's like cut off their leg and then they put Coca Cola on it and then suddenly it grows back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't, yeah. Yeah, God knows. But Coca Cola, if it can clean a drain, surely it could unblock a toilet. Yeah.
0: Okay. The second one is the only one that I kind of fully understand, <laughs> and I just think that at least the toilet that I have, it's not really ever been a problem. Um, but this one is the one that we probably all know, and that's to use a plunger. Yes. Yeah. So that. That, that, that makes sense. Yeah,
1: that that that, that does
0: make sense. I think I think also it's pretty self explanatory, but it's a cup that's on a stick. The one with a long stick is probably best, but I have seen one before that's like handheld, like a mini yep. sort of thing, where you like sort of fist it as if you were sort of
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, then you,
0: seen... you just stick your hand in the toilet. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not a fan.
0: Not a fan, I need a big stick on my plunger. (laughs) Right, I mean, it doesn't really add any sort of advice on that further than what you would understand a plunger to do. Now, the next one, uh, it takes the idea of sort of recipes even further, and that's to use baking soda and vinegar. Oh. Which I think is technically a bit like Pepto-Bismol, because it sort of does the same sort of acidic... kind of destruction of whatever is in there but i wonder if that's taken by people who read this to sort of mean use a whole tub of baking soda and vinegar which as we all know creates the effect of (laughs) foam well well, the advice that i'm giving so far reading through this is don't overdo it you don't want it to overflow to solve the blockage really do you i'm gonna move on the last two are fucking brilliant Use a wire hanger or a rod.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, that uh, reminds me of something I really don't want to say.
0: All right, you're going to say it after this. Oh, uh, let, let, let me finish the ones, the awful ideas on this, on this uh, piece of news. Yeah. Um, so you use a wire coat hanger or a long piece of stiff wire can be bent into a wide curve. And then pushed into the toilet. And then just a rod. I don't know what a rod is in this instance. Whether it's a plutonium rod or a a fishing rod.
1: A fishing rod would probably look most normal. Because I have unblocked toilets before in terms of like a business's toilet. Yeah, I've had to get the rods, I don't know how long they are, maybe 20 metres, but there's like me 20 metre by metre rods which are connected by like a thin bit of wire underneath. Wait, hold
0: on, 20 metres?
1: Yeah. Is it Can, like tent poles? Exactly, exactly like a slightly stronger tent pole. And it's like if the whole business, if all of the toilets start flooding, like even right. slightly, then like you're not far off your whole venue um being submerged in sewage. So you gotta find Fantastic. your water point and then you you know Oh,
0: so there is there is a basis of truth behind this.
1: There is a basis of truth, but well you haven't finished, so keep going and let's see whether <laughs> <Okay>. or not
0: <laughs> What I imagined a rod to be was like a truncheon, like an old fashioned <laughs> like <laughs> police truncheon and just sort of prod just it until it goes it. away. Um, it says you should be sure to move it gently To prevent damage to your toilet bowl And to oh. ensure it does not get lodged But it says you should flush gently And <laughs> I don't know what that means Does that mean just sort just of really gent- slowly Yeah I don't fucking know Yeah oh, Okay and the final one <laughs> Is to use water pressure
1: And that is Well by flushing st- again Just keep no, flushing just To keep stick flushing. a hose into just the
0: toilet away. bowl <laughs> Oh my God. And to fucking explode it from underneath. So basically, we've got a combination of um, implosion, yep. explosion, suction, F- and physical and abuse, and a- <laughs> physical <laughs>
1: abuse, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and hitting it with a fucking truncheon. Um, it says water pressure should only be used as a last resort, okay. As you will need a pressure washer and a pipe cleaning kit to connect to it. You should insert the hose into the toilet bowl, switch on the pressure washer, get covered in shit, <laughs> and you will see the hose be pulled down the pipe until it reaches the blockage. And oh. then, right at the very end, it says when to call a plumber. And oh my God. I also add when you're covered in shit, that's when you should <laughs> call a plumber.
1: I would say that as soon as you're starting to like in- look to invest in some poles that you... like. So like the ones
0: you'd use at the build at the at the. So I'm guessing that the things that are connected that you keep connecting as they that's go it, down, they're flexible, yeah, so they yeah, go yeah. up and down the U bend and right. Okay.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. But you don't okay. put it down your toilet. You found you find like a sewage pipe that would be outside, right. like a man cover underneath where your your house is or something, and you'll be yes. able to see like water. Like it should be full if you're right. if, anyway. Um, okay, <laughs> but my my advice would be that if you flushed it and you've put like bleach and stuff down it, and you've even attempted um, putting Coca Cola down there and nothing's worked, um, just contact a plumber and also yeah. maybe look at your diet as well. That'd be another. A hundred percent. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Consult the Bristol Stool Chart.
1: Yes, absolutely. Very useful sure. piece of non-information there. The um, right. So, <laughs> we, so my article this week comes from Space.com. Um, I have to say, a website that I've never been on before. And it was. This was posted yesterday. Uh, it says the International Space Station is getting a new toilet this year. Oh, hooray! Wow. Hooray! Now, like the the concept of a space toilet is quite fascinating and there are quite a few contradictions in this article which is the reason why i'm bringing it up because it mentions that you know they're basically they're trying to advance away you know like so when i think is in 2024 or something like we're going to be sending people to mars for some bizarre very expensive unknown reason so we're going to be sending them to mars but they don't want to like put our microbes unnecessary microbes out into space which is you know, conscientious to the universe. It is rather. I, I, I yeah. You know, considering every time these spaceships take off, they just kind of dismantle and litter space anyway. They would yeah. rather they would rather they're happy littering our atmosphere with that, but they're not happy littering the rest of it, which is interesting. But it says here, so they're so they're trying to find ways to, um, you know, condense down our shit, dry it out so all the microbes go, and then reuse the water because you know our poo. Yeah, you know, if you collect up all of our poo and piss, seventy yeah. five percent of it is going to be water, if not even more of that. Which is quite which is an interesting idea. But it does say here I'd heard
0: I'd heard tell of that before.
1: Had you? Yeah. But it says here that every other um expedition, when they've landed on um the moon, they bag yeah. up they bag up their shit and leave it and on the it moon. Bring it home. Oh, no, do they? No, they bag up their shit and they leave it on the moon. The, oh wow. Um, yeah, they said... they in the idea of not wanting to put our microbes so they don't let it um, I don't know whether it could biodegrade. I can't imagine that. I think it's probably too cold and not Enough oxygen out there for it to buy, yeah. it would just sit there, wouldn't it? So, I don't know. It also says here that because it's yeah because there it says it has a fancier name, of course, and this is what I mean fancier, a fancier name for a toilet. They call their toilets universal waste management systems, which is pretty great. But I mean, the other, the, yeah, yeah <laughs> the, um, the only other thing I liked about this article um, was that they were so. America have decided to copy um, the Russian version of the of um, a space toilet, which is where you have you hook yourself in, very similar to that of a like a what would you call it? A roller coaster. A, oh, exactly, like a roller coaster. Except you you clip your feet in, you clip your shoulders in. And then you're able to have your poo in like a right. mic in a microgravity situation. Where, yeah. Where apparently, so I read this detailed review of space toiletry system. Um, okay. and, but to be fair, this review was done in 1990, but it was the last time there was a substantial review done of American shuttle toilets, and it was done by a female. I've read them all, by the way. And oh, fantastic. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> well, it was do- it was done by a female um, who says it's it's insensitive and it's impossible to align yourself onto the seat because it's designed for men and when you're having to position certain things I assume she means things as well as toilet paper um, it it becomes almost impossible. It's interesting that this is something that they're only just spending money to advance.
0: Also now I'd love to get an astronaut or a cosmonaut on to talk about uh, the process. Yeah why not? um, Because I'm fascinated by it but I have heard that your muscles react differently to zero oh. gravity. But your muscles, I don't th- I don't think your muscles are involved in any of your sphincter movements.
1: Do you, not think, do you not think it's the relaxing of them?
0: I think your muscles, your pelvic floor definitely is a muscle and has something to do with it. But it is a series, like your guts are effectively a series of sphincters that open and close without any nerves or any sort of, like, you don't do it with your brain. It's just sort of the gas and the sort of Again, I am so. I was
1: about to say.
0: I'm so uneducated on this. That's why I started with I'd like to find out if there's any sort of scientific basis of how it moves through.
1: Because I think, I feel like it would be the opposite. We'd have loads of tiny muscle structures going all along. You know, like you say, you've got your pelvic floor, just to kind of, you know, the. the, I don't know. But doesn't
0: that insinuate that you can train them? Yes. To a certain degree that you might be able to fire shit out of your arse at a significant speed.
1: Well, in the same way that I can only throw a ball so fast, no matter how much I train my arm to throw the ball. Yes,
0: yes. But also, like, (laughs) like... the only thing that really determines how fast things come out of your bum is, like, the gassy build-ups behind them, really, isn't it? I don't know. That's the longest silence <laughs> that I think we've had on the podcast so far. Well, I, and I, I think was... it's completely. I think it's completely founded in in honesty.
1: So I think next week we need to have a segment for. Um, <laughs> You're for, writing this down for anatomy. <laughs> I am writing this down. The anatomy. The of, anatomy of the, poo. Of the gut
0: of the of the poo of the
1: poo <laughs> the, the that's um, a of a poo i'm just right. imagining
0: a, a chart with a long pole and do, do, just do, the poo do, 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 on the board
1: the um just to go back on the idea of the fact that you know, on all the apollo missions they bagged up their feces and yes. just left it on the moon there okay. is al- there is also a really good picture on space.com i'll put up all these photos because there are some yeah, really good please ones do. Because there's a good one of, of the Russian toilet, which is like the roller coaster which they're going to try to recreate. Um, but there is a picture um, taken during the Apollo 17, um, which basically shows all of the crap that they left on the moon. Okay, brilliant. It's, yeah, it's, I'd love to see that. Yeah, like the like the littering side of our explorations, which is quite interesting. Wow. When they were suggesting that we were tra- that they were trying to leave nothing behind.
0: So presumably they don't jettison anything out into space because the solids will probably freeze mm-hmm. and the water you know the waters will probably freeze you said that they put it on the moon but with this new system are they compressing the waste and then bringing that home so is everything
1: yeah so i think the idea i think the idea but again this is so, as soon as they realize that they can just leave that i mean we're humans aren't we humans are like just we're viruses basically we just destroy everything we get our hands on so I yes. think so I think if they find out that it makes more sense because I mean really when I was thinking about it, I didn't actually massively mind the concept of them leaving their shit on the moon or leaving their shit yeah. on Mars just because of the you know the amount of money they're spending, the amount of you know how very particularly you have to be with your kind of physics and your mathematics to be able to to get into space anyway or to get to the moon. That yeah. the art that you know, you probably did want to be traveling with as little weight as possible. Like, if, if there's the chance that I could bring you know, like three more books or I have to carry my shit home with me, considering the mission's going to take, yeah, you know, I don't know how like three, four years or whatever, I would rather have my literature than my books. And as a human, I would understand them leaving. And to you an... can
0: offer that um, thought as an empathetic festival goer, can't
1: yeah.
0: you? Yeah, <laughs> speaking of. Um... I have ordered the pee balls. So they are on their way. Oh, how exciting. And um, yeah, uh, just to remind listeners that we're going to try these uh, urinable uh, sacks (laughs) that turns your wee into biodegradable waste and we're going to rate them on smell. We're going to rate them on ease of disposal. Yeah. I think and uh yeah just ease of use i imagine yeah yeah and
1: also we will both i promise i don't know about alex i'm sure you do as well but i promise to use it in a circumstance where there is no toilet nearby and i'm desperate and i'm desperate that's the I
0: promise i'm not going to use it in the van while i'm being filmed by the company
1: that reminds me by the way i looked up yesterday last week we talked about um how much urine can a bladder hold and it's like five, yeah. five hundred milliliters. Oh, is it? It's a half, half a liter. Right. Okay. Which, which actually, is
0: basically a pint, isn't it? Which
1: is not uh, just under a pint. I think a pint's like five hundred and sixty something. Right. So it doesn't. It okay. f- doesn't feel like a lot, which makes that me, makes
0: me feel better about going to the when I go to the pub and how often I need to piss.
1: Yeah. 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 Anyway, there you go. Interesting. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Topic Toilet. So this is normally a section where we think about a category of toilet and explore it and talk about our past experiences. But we thought, you know, we actually, as a podcast, we're not particularly informative. So we thought we'd we'd, we'd decide. We try our fucking best. We do try our best. Yeah, but there's some things, you know, like the, I feel that there, are, there is a lot going on in the world of toilet and sometimes it's good to be light hearted and it's good to have a fun thing to listen to. But there is an incredible amount of content that there is out there in the world regarding toilets and it'd be fun to explore it. So we're going to do a bit more of a factual topic toilet this week. Uh, I've sure. kind of already used some of mine talking about the world toilet and talking about the Afghanistan. <laughs> that wasn't a fact I just had off the top of my head. It was something I looked hey, up. Hey, come on now. The, I um, wouldn't put it past you. The, um, but yeah, no, I mean, like, so the one that I was really amazed at, which I'm sure that you've got, is that yeah, so how many litres of water do you think it takes you, you waste flushing a toilet? Do you know this?
0: Well, presumably it's in, it's more than a three litre bottle, I imagine. I mean, you're yep. looking at a cistern, that's probably about two, three litre bottles. So like, really? I don't know, six, nine.
1: Okay. It's 26 litres. 26 bloody ev- litres? In every single flush. Um, just, flushing the, just flushing the toilet accounts for 24% of all First World water use. Um, I
0: suddenly feel that Charlotte spitting on me today was justified because that just- was the second flush.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's exactly. Probably,
0: she's probably gasping.
1: It's a huge... When people talk to me about... Um, you know kind of like trying to save on water content you know it's great we should because it's something that yeah, there's there is a there is a limited supply of it and you know my the first thing i always respond with is that you know we do shit into clean drinking water because before it goes <laughs> into before it goes into your bowl it's the same bloody water that's coming out of your taps very um, true 26 liters there's also another fact that i thought to me linked to this um and it's that the white house in washington has 35 bathrooms Okay. And do you remember when Donald Trump, when we talked about it, when Donald Trump came up saying that people were flushing the toilet too often?
0: He did, yeah.
1: He said people were flushing the toilet five to ten times a day, which is apparently the average is four to five. So he's, as always with his facts, nearly right. Um, Right. So he, yeah. uh, But have you
0: calculated and worked out how much water the White House wastes every day?
1: it depends whether all 35 of those toilets are... Let's
0: just say they are. I mean, okay. he eats a lot of burgers and drinks a lot of Diet Coke.
1: So if we say that all 35 toilets are in use and we say yeah. that the average person who flushes the toilet four to five times, Donald Trump says it's ten, but let's, let's stick with the facts here, <laughs> um, which is the average person flushes it five times. So that would be 175 flushes. And then there are 26 litres of water in each flush. So that would mean if the the white so if there were thirty five people in the White House using each of those individual toilets every single day would be four thousand five hundred and fifty liters of water Ooh, um, that's a couple
0: of swimming pools surely
1: that's a yeah that's absolutely mad isn't it that
0: is so, incredible
1: it's so yeah so I mean like it is useful to link your because I mean we but gets... yet all the
0: water in the White House couldn't flush the biggest shit out of them all
1: <laughs> yeah Could no it? no sadly not. <clears throat> No, I'm still convinced that he's got some form of dementia. He's just a, I I also yeah. really hope that he turns he does take off his mask and turns out he's like a Keith Lemon type character. He's just uh, yeah. just some form of personality that just got took it too far.
0: What would be the American equivalent really? Is there an American equivalent like Carrot Top? Have you ever met seen Carrot Top?
1: No, I haven't. He's seen a
0: prop prop-based comedian. Is <laughs> he? Yeah, which I didn't know was a form of comedy until I watched Garak Top. Well, that's something for your reading list. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Right, have you got any other ones from across the world?
1: Not that I felt were... My final one was something that I... It was something I was going to use for Toilet News because it was was an article published literally four hours before we started recording um, in the BBC, which is... um, Chinese scientists have discovered that flushing can propel viral infections three feet into the air. So they discovered that three feet is the height that the plume can reach.
0: And I I just love the fact that it's called a plume because it does add that explosive sort of dangerous bio-weaponry sort of... Uh, element to it and we do need to be afraid of our toilet plumes
1: yeah yeah it it does say here that the coronavirus is spread throughout airborne droplets which we know and people and people who we uh who are infected can also have traces of the virus in their faeces so there we have it
0: that's that's the word that is literally the god-given word close your toilet
1: before you flush it you don't want to be brushing your teeth with your toilet plume fallout. I also liked that it's the, I just like the the, the combination of words fecal oral transmission, which is just you know, it, it means Which when, is like watching Fox News. It's yeah, It's just when it's just when viruses are spread by poor toilet hygiene, which is exactly like watching Fox News. Yeah. Yeah. Great, so those are that's, that's me. That's that's me. That's me pooing all of my toilet facts out there this week. <laughs> uh,
0: so I'm relying on a website that I've also never been to before, <laughs> called One Dio. Co. Wow. <laughs> um, uh, this is uh, by Travis Furman. It's 17 <laughs> different bathroom cultures you probably didn't know from 17 countries, and uh, a few of them are pretty simple. Like you've got the the toilets in the in the floor in Japan and China. Yeah. Scotland has one, which I'm pretty dubious about. Uh, Scotland I'll start with. If you get a knock on the door from a stranger needing to use your toilet, so that's your front door or your office door or whatever, it is sort of an appreciated custom to, to be allowed to do that. And it is included in some sort of Scottish sketch comedy. Um, and it made me think well, of this uh, this Chewing the Fat, which is a famous... Scottish sketch show um, where a guy asks to use someone's toilet and he says, yeah, that's absolutely fine. Uh, And the guy like runs in. You can see he's very (laughs) desperate. And then he runs over to the toilet, sits down, uh, closes the door in a hurry, sits down. And um, he's like looking out while he's doing his poo. Uh, And there's basically the door is just glass. (laughs) And you just see the guy who let him in put a chair down. And sit down and get an apple out and just bite into the apple.
1: <laughs> How wonderful! Oh, I think
0: it's fucking brilliant. Um. So yeah, that I think there is a basis of truth in that. I am all for it as well. Yeah, no, I'm completely all for it. But like to people who are doing that willy nilly, like <laughs> you've got to realize that you know you have to make certain general sort of judgments on the doorstep in that moment as to whether that person really does need the toilet. Yeah, if they're wearing a they're bandana. Not. Yeah. <laughs> um, South Korea. Here we go. We're going miles, thousands of miles away. So, in South Korea, they have older ladies that clean up the bathrooms in public uh, called ajumas, and they'll start while you're still in there, apparently. I don't know whether that means it's your cubicle. Uh, I'm <laughs> assuming, because that's not so different to this country where there are toilet cleaners cleaning the toilet while no, you it just it just seems well. a bit
1: strange that it specifies that they're old women as if suggesting... well that's what it
0: says and in... there is a picture of them cleaning oh. the toilet I don't want to say that I'm not happy with the idea okay I think I'd prefer to see someone mature enter my cubicle with cleaning materials <laughs> Than say someone my age also wearing a bandana.
1: I've got. I think I'd. I'd just be furious no matter who <laughs> it is. I think. If, I think if there was somebody young, I'd feel that my wrath of anger would be more susceptible. But if yeah. they're if they're old, I'd it'd be probably dealt with as confusion. I think. They well, have so got, did, um... did you not see me sitting on the toilet? Whoa! <laughs> Weird.
0: Yeah, you missed a spot. Just lift your legs up just for me, please. <laughs> okay so the final one the final one i'm gonna go for is sweden Mm
1: -hmm. sweden
0: uses the money that they collect in public toilets directly to upkeep and upgrade them
1: that's great actually sorry to go back i do actually have another fact and it's on that exact point so the first so the first public toilet. i was trying to work this out when i was reading it because it was so the first public toilet in London was in eighteen fifty one and it was in Crystal Palace. really and yeah and the system and the system for years was you pay a penny. so you pay a penny to go and it's the it's this really fine ground where you have to I think having people pay if you pay for a toilet, the toilet and the service you're going to get is going to be better than that of a public toilet, just because, especially if we're going to keep being in these awful conservative governments who are, who are looking after them. It's not, it's, you know, it's yeah, fifty percent of the public toilets. Yeah, you know, uh, we have fifty percent less public toilets while in a conservative government than that of um, wow. before they started their ten years, uh, which is awful. Hitting you with
0: all the facts
1: today. Yeah, but it's the but it's the one p thing confused me because I because I thought a penny was quite a lot of money. And it and it said that in eighteen fifty one, a hundred pounds was the equivalent of twelve thousand nine hundred and thirty four pounds. Which would then mean that if that's ten and that's a pound, then that's which would mean that it'd be like a hundred and twenty nine pounds is the is the a penny. Wow. <laughs> so that that, but that can't be right. They can't well,
0: But they did have an aversion to anything that was called public being used by anyone who is was- like filthy and, and <laughs> poor, but I mean, yeah, inflation is slightly confusing in that sense, isn't it? It is, yeah. It would be a bit. What would what would be a modern equivalent of a like using something for 129 pounds? It'd be basically like going to see Shania Twain, but at the
1: back of the O2. <laughs> <laughs> which so is a luxury, you know. You... So that's going to be a, the currency for the toilet attendance is to see is to have a a, a rose red Shania Twain ticket. Yeah, I yeah. Imagine so. <laughs> yeah, but no. But I do think I think that's I I do feel that we should pay. However, I do also think there needs to be a system. Whereas, if you don't have cash, mm. or you can't afford to pay, then you don't pay. So I think there should be a I honestly believe it should be a system based on honesty, where you say that, say for example, a toilet attendant. I don't know what their average working week is, but say it's 40 hours a week. And if they're in London, then they need to be on the London living wage. So say it's 10.75 an hour or whatever it's going to be or whatever it is. So that's how much they get paid. Then you have people paying for the toilet. So they come in and they pay their money for the toilet. And then however much money the toilet makes and however much money it costs to build all the supplies and you know keep the toilets up and running... And then if there's money left over, that gets paid to the employee. And then if there's not enough money, it's subsidised by the government paying them enough wage of 10.75 an hour. Yeah. I think there's got to be a way, an administrative way of making that work. That you can't, you know, For sure.
0: But then you'd probably have to, I mean, pay them, pay the person first, wouldn't you?
1: No, but the person would get paid regardless. So if there wasn't enough oh, okay. so if there wasn't enough money to pay the ten seventy-five an hour, the government the gut the, the government would pay it. Do you know what I mean? The yes. government would have yeah, to yeah, pay yeah. that money. But I remember seeing that didn't Victoria toilets like in twenty seventeen or something. It was like three million pounds worth of three million pound profit was just Victoria toilets, which is why there Jesus. was Jesus. Which yeah, which is why there was that big movement. I was really behind it on making them free. Because yeah, it's like, yeah, you know yeah. you're, these people are not getting paid the London living wage. You're not supporting them, and the toilets are crap. The toilets
0: are dire. Yeah, and they're yeah, crap. Yeah. And
1: you're making three million pound profit of this. Well done. Um, yeah. I, I'm just going to keep jumping the barrier then. And if Although, I see if I see the attendant, I'll give them my quid.
0: If the government or National Rail or whoever looks after the toilets needs a decent marketing strategy, uh, I will offer my services by suggesting that you. Um, market them as the way to see how the first ever public toilet was was run and made uh the antiquity that is displayed at victoria's underground toilets uh is a sight to behold and you should be extolling that fact and putting posters up come live the victorian latrinal (laughs) dream at victoria toilets
1: great excellent
0: um have you got any hopes for the future will
1: Yes, I do. And I. it's not going to be a popular hope for the future. But my hope is that we um, respect the concept of people's lives. Um, and as a result, we all uh, retract back to the initial stages of lockdown, I feel. The thing is, I don't have all of the facts in front of me and I don't turn the giant wheel of the economy. Um, yeah. But equally, when I do look at the people that are doing that, yeah, you know, I know it sounded very simple, but that job, you know, they're mm. give they're giving out contracts to their wives that you know, they, they they didn't they did they're not following the science, they didn't buy enough PPE. They you know, they're just awful, awful. They're just terrible at their jobs. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't, which means I don't trust don't trust a single word they're saying.
0: Have you seen the film Groundhog Day? I'm guessing yeah, you probably yeah, have. Yeah. It feels a little bit like there might be a an idea for a film where from the point of worst disaster so like maybe the highest death rate during lockdown it's sort of like reversed do you see what i mean so like we're going back the way uh mm. to like the start of it and then it's just going to keep mirroring one another until like we go in and out and in and out of yeah, the disease yeah but what
1: what i think changes is that we go in and out of the disease because i think like it's like 6.7% of the population have had the coronavirus, which shows that it still hasn't swept, you know, there'll be areas in London it might be more 10, and other countries areas it might be more like 4 to 6 or whatever, but you know, it shows that it really hasn't taken a hold of us um, which mm. is not a good thing. That's a scary thing because yeah. it's you know because we could have an inevitable wave, a second wave, and when we do, I imagine that we're so economically unstable and not ready to and not prepared for it at all. Because if we weren't prepared the first time, there's no clear evidence or strategy plan for a second wave, despite everybody asking yeah. asking for it. So what will probably happen is more people will die. The NHS will be overrun, but the shops will remain open because you know at least people are spending money.
0: Mm. and as we head towards the inevitable sort of christmas crazy period (laughs) where things things will be manic at the shops at events like things will start happening and people won't care as much because their Mm. leaders have said everything's going to be fine um it's just insane and people don't trust the government so i hope that not trusting it continues for a long period of time and um yeah just the same like care for others is like you know the only thing you can really do yeah
1: but still, like you know, 181 people died yesterday. You know, it's still it's in between 100 and 200 people are dying. Local councils are reporting that the R number is creeping up to one. Many councils say that it is at one. Um, yeah. You've got you've got Boris Johnson saying that he's and we against... locked
0: down at three, didn't we? Yeah,
1: yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. He's got Boris Johnson saying that he's against the racist thuggery, but he's not against racist bigotry within his own cabinet, and he's and he's not willing to talk it down. And um, you've also you've got the BBC saying that. Um, He's hard Yeah, you've got the BBC saying that some of the violent uh, riots against the police were done by far right groups, which is again, just absolutely pathetic. So it's just everywhere. Nobody is valuing life, I feel. And it's, it, it really is, a, it's a horrible time to, to be in the UK. It comes
0: to that, doesn't it? It comes to just the idea of being charitable and thinking about the common good.
1: Yeah, and the only solace I have is that I didn't vote for any of it, and I'll continue com- to campaign against it.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: What about you? Do you have any hope for the future?
0: My hope for the future this week uh, is that I get to see another play. Oh, <laughs> I know it's really bad. I was thinking about it today, and just how much I miss needing, in the needing to
1: pee at the theatre.
0: Yeah, needing desperately, desperately. Regretting, <laughs> regretting regretting <laughs> regretting drinking a sour beer, which I would never usually drink. But, but because I you're just, at the theatre, yeah. Because I'm at the theatre, I just chose to go for something different, and uh, at least this four-hour brecht with no interval <laughs> is uh, is a welcome distraction. Yeah, I miss it. I miss it a lot. I really and, do. Um, and yeah. having a friend of mine who's joined work, who is uh, also in the theatre sort of world, and hits hearing his stories about you know when he wasn't acting, he was sort of getting with the tech crews and all these places and building that sort of rapport and even that doesn't matter. Like there are so many parts of our industry mm. that are sort of destroyed already and sort of flailing and just, you know, not waving but drowning. Like yeah. it's it's also really it, quite thought, terrifying.
1: The other side of it is like the prospective students that were ready to yeah. jump into the industry and those that were in their first and second years and etc. So it's kind of even those auditioning. They need to. The yeah. one I thought there might be a positive outcome regarding all of these Zoom things and everything that people are doing. And yeah. it is that I I, can't, I, think I was on BBC Radio four years ago talking about how ridiculous it is that drama schools ask you to pay an X amount of money to audition for them. As so I think yeah. Rada's had gone up to £90 and things like that. And it was just. A- I
0: think Lambda have abolished it.
1: Well, it's just a huge money-making process, but you could eliminate it by doing like a, a video. People that so if you can't afford yeah. to, you can come in. But do a, Do a, your first round audition. Do two speeches to a a you know to a camera. Send Absolutely. them off. And then after that, if you get to the next stage, because I remember their their argument was, oh, but if you get to the final stage, you've gone through like you know ten stages, and then you've had like ten hours worth mm. of um, tutoring for fifty pounds. That's really good value. And it's like, well, yeah, but what about the you know. The three hundred thousand people that you said no to. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it right. just echoes. It echoes. You know the sense that the American industry had to sort of deal with the amount of uh, you know talent that's out there by making things slightly easier for them and getting stuff in online and just seeing it all, not having to book a room, travel, you know, etc., etc. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. But theatre, come back, please.
1: Theatre comeback, that'd be. I would very much love that as well. I'd also. I. I cannot wait to be sat in a cinema and be really pissed off that somebody's eating popcorn. Like I'm just. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I really. Want Are you to... a
0: chair kicker? You're definitely a chair kicker, aren't you?
1: No, I'm not. I. I may. I don't know what I am. I think I'm like a tapper.
0: You're a tapper.
1: I'm a tapper, if anything. Yeah. I,
0: I'm. I'm more meant like if someone is eating popcorn, do you kick their chair or do you go? <sighs>
1: No, I'm more of a stand up and move or tap them on the shoulder and ask them to, like, to eat, eat at dinner time. This is, this is watch time. As long
0: as you're not furiously, you know.
1: It's the same time. It's the same period of time, time when, you know, it's like when for some reason when people go on a train, they feel it's necessary to eat crisps. I don't understand it. It's just you, you sit down on the train and you will just hear a packet of crisps open or someone will sit near you and they'll eat crisps and it just free really gets on my nerves um but anyway <laughs> <laughs> anyway that's oh, will will's irritation for the day um <laughs> great excellent well thank you so much for listening thank, thank you, you for putting up for us yeah it's just great i like, love doing it love putting it out there we're really glad to get yeah. the response that we're getting um, Absolutely. yeah instagram twitter talking toilets underscore um
0: Facebook is talking Tea podcast. The T does still stand for toilets, of course, but Facebooks are cuss, so you know.
1: Yeah, they are. They are. What can they you do? Um, and
0: if you need to email us, we're at talkingtoiletspodcast <laughs> at gmail dot com.
1: Yeah, it'd be really good if someone could email us and give us some stories. That'd be great. Have a yeah. love. Have a lovely week. Yeah, enjoy um, it yourselves. Be safe out there. Remember that, you know, you do need to use the toilet. It's a human right and a human necessity. Absolutely. Um, and plan your toilet trips ahead if you're travelling out and you're boozing where you shouldn't.
0: Definitely. And don't go to Primark if you don't need to. Yeah, please don't.
1: All the best and keep flushing. Keep flushing. <laughs>